If you were to move closer, Rossus, you could assume that they would tell that there is a presence of light and they would recognize you. So you all can do without what you want. And you're also kind of further back in that cavern, um, Rostos. So like your light hasn't quite pierced to where they're at, but you can hear them for sure. And you can smell them too because of your previous uh, survival checks, okay? Mm -hmm. So you all have sort of the element of surprise. I'm not going to call a surprise round until it depends on what you do, okay? Kelvin, Kelvin. Helvin. Yes. About uh, somewhere between six and ten gnolls munching on some corpses over there. Are they gathered closely? Yeah, close enough. If you, uh, There's kind of a little rock in the middle. It's a fairly large rock. If you kind of aim a little bit right of it, I bet that you could probably hit all of them with a big old explosion. You know how you did that in the warehouse, right? I don't love that spell, nor what it does, but certain times it calls for, and this sounds like one of those perfect occasions. I could try to sneak up quietly as you all prepare, because when this happens, who knows about the stability of the tunnels? I'm prepared. Who knows about a large sound that might bring others, but it could be a good start. Rastos is prepared. Very well, I'll start to sneak forward and um, just get a line of sight on a centered point. Give me a stealth check. I do uh, have a 150 foot range on this, so Sit. just getting line of sight and stealth is? It is kind of like a little bit of a, like narrow cavern for in terms of what you're talking about. Six. Okay, you're walking over in front and you sort of trip on a rock and you sploosh your Foot into oh, fuck. I should have fucking into one of them. and then you notice the two closest knolls, Caliban. And they go and they start looking around. But you do have your sight. I will start looking fucking around. take some bat guano and some sulfur and launch a uh, third level fireball centered in the knoll pack. Let's go. I think you catch them all, correct? Uh, if they haven't moved, then yes, and they would each uh, dexterity saving throws. Yep. All right. Uh, let's do some dex saving throws. Okay, Kratzmeyer, I got a 10, I got a 7, I got a 6, I got a 7, I got a 14, and I got a 16. All so one motherfucker one. gets a little bit lucky, but what's the damage that you do? 28. Describe your kills to 7 gnolls. <laughs> Since Caliban's encounter with the dis fucked up spell scroll, his hair has been haywire, his glasses askew, his skin is worse, there's spots, he's not sleeping, he's unhinged, and now a chance to let out some frustration, anger, and regret. A massive fireball consumes all but one, burning their flesh off to their skeleton forms. Yeah, 
they all go and they just turn into like bones and fucking mush and, and then just burnt alive. This weird deep exhale. One of them shoulders sag and relieve some tension. <sighs> one of them, his fur is completely burnt off. He's essentially a naked knoll, right? Ooh. And he covers up his genitalia a little bit. And he says, oh, Um, he's burnt. He looks like fucking dog ass. He barely survived. And he's running in the opposite direction of where you all are at. Um, and he's going to run down the hallway. And he's Jennifer, constantly, get him. constantly, constantly, um, chase screaming. Yeah. Motherfucker. You begin to hear a <laughs> down the hallway from far away. The one, the one that you're kind of facing towards. There are tons of dead fucking gnolls, though, around you. There's eight of them. Like, Crass just caught eight bodies for sure. Do you, do you have a chance to run, uh, follow the one that ran away? Like, yeah, like, turn, turn teleporting order, Juniper. I don't think we're in turn order yet, just because there's no point of getting into battle, like, stuff yet. So you all, it's free okay. action, whatever you want to do. Oh, then he ran away immediately? Yeah. All right, then I will... But he hasn't made it down the hallway. He just started moving that direction. I will move 35 feet after him. I will action dash after him. Am I... Or I will... If I run, can I see him first? Yeah. Yeah, you do see him. And what you see coming from behind him are a lot more gnolls. Ooh. I will action dash back to everyone else. Okay. You but. go back to everyone else. You're about in the middle. I'll put you right about here. You make it back into that sort of area. Um, Rostos and Caliban, you're by each other. And there's the burnt knoll who is uh, running back into his brethren, but coming up from behind him are about six more knolls coming up right from behind. We're going to keep their same turn order. Um, however, we're going to go to the top. It's Rostos's turn. Rostos, you are, yeah, right over here by Caliban, kind of back further down. Again, there's this, you're in sort of like a, not, valley's not the right word, but you're in this like crevice sort of. And the crevice is about... Anywhere from about 15 to 20 to about 50 feet wide, depending on where you're at. And if you go up to this kind of like shore area, it's like eight feet up. Okay. So it's like a cutoff. And then you're standing in about one inch of water, right? Where these gnolls were eating this minotaur body that's in the middle of this area. So it's Um, it's kind of like an indoor pond, except the pond is drained. uh, Yeah. Yeah. You could say that, but it's not quite that low. It doesn't have that shape to it. Um, more like where a crick would go through? Yes. Yep. Very, very up and down. Yep. Not the gradual change. Yep. So you have seven gnolls you're looking at. One of them is hyper fucked up. And in fact, he's just retreating and he's gone. He's just screaming a name that you recognize. And six more gnolls come up. Very, very quickly. Yipping and going. And uh, three of them are going to be down here heading towards uh, around this larger rock that's in the middle of this uh, pond-like area that Elliot described. And uh, three of them are going to go up the top, but it is going to be Rostos's turn. Rostos, I believe that you are within... I think you're within 30 feet of them. You're within... uh, They're about 40 feet away, so you'd have to find a way to kind of get there. My movement's uh, 40 if I want it. Oh, sweet. Okay. He moves fast. yeah, they're about they're about forty feet away, so you could make it to that front one if you wanted to. 
I start running through uh, my eyes, I'll go into bonus action rage and they'll light up. Flamazung is already lit. Yeah, Flamazung is lit. I'll start running forward. And, would, uh, would Caliban be able to shout something at Rostos as he started to run? Sure, yeah. Rostos, wait for them to come to you. And I stop right next to Caliban then. And I'll or next, next to, to Juniper. Yeah. Oh, I guess that's Juniper. I'll take the dodge action. Okay. Sweet. You hear uh, Caliban. He says that uh, is Caliban's turn. And Caliban will run whoa, up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I misspoke. It is the first group's turn. I need, I actually accidentally did that. I'm sorry, Caliban. That's my bad. Uh, it is the first group's turn. They're going to run around. Um, let's see. They are going to run right up here, and they are going to attack Rostos and Juniper. Okay? Yes. Suck it. Movement speed. Yeah, they do. Um, and they're going to attack Rostos twice with disadvantage. They mm -hmm. miss you both times. Rostos, you're fucking toying with children right now. They are so fucking far below your level. Like, you know when you are good at something and you watch someone who's bad at something do it in front of you and you almost want to be like, just let me do it for you? It's so frustrating to watch these fucking reckless assholes attack you. You almost want to teach them, but then you want to kill them. I'm just easily using my axe to parry it. Just... That and sidestepping, whatever you want to you, you want to do, this is child's play to you. No side, some brute force, man. I'm just knocking it out, even using my hand. There like, you go. Things up, like hide. Backhand back enough. Yeah, let yeah. it hit my hide. Yep, up to Caliban. They go up to you. Uh, they oh, go at you for six. Me. Does six hit you? That's me. Oh, I'm sorry, Juniper. God damn, why do we keep confusing them tonight? I'm sorry. Juniper, they hit you, They swing at you for six. Does that hit you? Uh, no. I mean, how do you die? I mean, like, that's I, child's play. I just, just watch it come at me and the dive. I duck. Uh, actually, it's ducking at me, and I don't just, like, bend down. I get down all threes and just pop back up immediately. Just three On point, all threes? Three points land. One hand, oh, okay. One hand down, gotcha, gotcha. one hand back up. Like all threes, that's like some shit we probably should have covered earlier. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, cool. That is the first group's turn. I'm sorry. Now Caliban is your turn. My bad. No worries. Caliban will move slightly forward, still behind Rostos and Juniper, but in be uh, in between their profiles and a little bit further back, and unleash another third level fireball centered here on the map, trying to get the fringes of the frontline enemies while still getting one, potentially two of the backline enemies. My God, man. Feeling he put Rostos in danger and a little bit unhinged at just taking seven bodies again. Okay, I saved once. I got uh, oh my. an 18 on one. So one again, one more saves, but go ahead and do your damage, boy, as you light up another fireball and you throw it right in the middle once again. And again, the water is so small that it has no effect on something like a fireball. In fact, it causes steam and burns them further. You throw it right in the perfect spot where it's singeing the ones who are right in front of Rostos, shielding him sort of from the blast. Juniper, you feel a little, little bit the heat, but you're not going to take any damage or anything, and your quick reaction enough where you can deal with that. Um, one of them sulfur. sort of jumps jumps low um, from the fireball. It kind of covers his... He does the duck and cover and covers his neck. Go ahead and tell me your damage. Moving forward just a little bit, and even a s slight smile creeps up, and you hear a hint of a 
Uh-huh. 39 fire damage. Okay, uh, you kill another five gnolls. <laughs> the sulfur and smoke, Rastos sucks it into his nostrils as they die in front of him. Yeah, yeah, they burn up completely. There is one who's very singed. Once again, he looks cartoonishly like the one before, and he's going to like wake up, or not wake up, but stand up, uh, with his, uh, yeah, he's gonna squeegee his eyes from all the sulfur and the the uh, soot uh, that's been burnt around, and he's completely his hair's burnt off, and he's gonna run back in that same cavern. He's gonna say, "Yinago, Yinago," but it is not his turn. It is actually uh, Juniper's turn. Oh, him up. Get him. Get him. His, uh, how many feet is he away? Uh, for, oh, that's too far. I will throw a psychic dagger at him. Okay. Go ahead. Crit, 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 One. Oh, that's not good. That's a 17. That hits. Oh. Not good, 17. That is a... Oh, wait, that's changed. That's 10 damage of psychic damage. Describe your kill. Uh, as, he, as he turns to run his naked bare body, I... I just look in, in disgust, especially with the sulfur smell on my face kind of curls up a little bit, and I just hurl a straightforward dagger back through his skull, and uh, you see a little bit of blood sparked out of his, there, his, there, no ears. I don't know if they have genders or not. I don't really care at this point. Yeah, I mean, they, it, they fall down dead. he's going to die. Yeah. They fall down dead. Fuck them. Yeah, absolutely. He's kind of starting to scramble back towards that tunnel, and he's screaming. He's, you know you, you know you. And uh, you you smoke them absolutely fucking smoke them, um, and you all are out of combat. All right, well, problem solved, team. <laughs> well, it looks like we read the tunnel of all these things. And no one got your head. To be fair, just to clarify, you all have killed fourteen. No, thirteen. One got away. You got. Oh, is Kratz? You killed like. Uh, <laughs> he killed twelve, and Elliot killed one. Yeah. Yeah, you guys, wizards are actually pretty cool. So you got 13 gnolls. I mean, no, uh, rogues are the best, but I mean, wizards, I guess, are okay. But you are alone in this tunnel. <sighs> okay, With yes. the dead minotaur body that's completely clean to bone from flesh, basically, right in front of you. Yes, yeah, so I'm sorry if, I, if we can't search anything because it's too charred. I don't mind. Uh, I'm fairly certain they wanted my hat, as you said before. No hat thief shall live. Good job. As I pat his shoulder. It is... I don't know if you find it sad seeing one of your race treated as such. Death is part of the wheel of life. Uh, you know, the one that got away was screaming that, you know, the name that we're not... I don't really want to say it, but uh, should we keep going, or did we just, uh, you know, turn back around while we still know our kind of way out of here? <sighs> there could be more head thieves. You said more. I always want to forge on as long as we're able, but you are right about potential harm. But I always say scout a bit farther. What if this? Lord of theirs is down there. Around the time that you say this, a body flies against the wall that you all are standing against, right next to it, and it's the naked knoll. 
that was burnt by Caliban in the first fireball, we're right? About, we're about He's to just find completely out. launched right by you, just... And he's just completely impaled on a rock next to you. And he points to you and goes, ah, you knock. Oh, no. It looks like someone cast Explode Corpse. And he dies. I don't know what just happened, but I don't think it's good. We're about to find the superior who's down here. Uh, should we hide? No. Fuck it. Let's fucking go. Right. Six more gnolls run out. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna keep the same initiative orders. Um, so Rastos, you can go ahead first. Six more. Waves. <laughs> what is this? Wave three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck, uh, man, it's gonna be bad. I'll rage in front of these as I'm running up. I rage and I go up and I uh, I just attack these. Uh, these two homies right here. Okay. The you see so you run up to the wave uh, that are kind of next to the rocks in the middle of this little like pond like it area. Excuse me. Twenty eight. Oh yeah, you got him. Yeah, you got him. You're attacking one and one then, right? Yep. With Flamenzunga, both of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. That is what I'm doing. And Flamenzunga is also burning bright, and you are raging. So do your damage, dude. Thirty damage Damn. on one, and then eighteen plus fourteen is eighteen plus fourteen is thirty-two. 32. Describe your kills on both of them. Fuck yeah! <laughs> just go cyclone those motherfuckers. I spin in a circle, just slash one, and then from my back, I'm looking at the one I sl- slice. I go behind me and just. Push back and slice them in half. Yep, yep. So you cleave to them uh, in twain, as mm-hmm. they say, and you got two more knolls down. Very, very good. Anything else, Mr. Rostos? Oh, I shouldn't say that. Sorry. Anything else, Rostos? Yeah, be careful with his madness. <laughs> <laughs> Triggering TJ. Yeah. Right there. Sorry, that was ac- that was an accident. Uh, no, he. Uh, I leave it right there. All right. It is uh, the other knolls' turns. Um, and they are going to run up and attack you. Oh, man, dude. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Oh, dude. We're going to fuck your ass up. Um, remember what Jesse had to deal with and what you all had to deal with? Uh, does a 16 hit you? No. Does a 17 hit you? Yes. Hell yeah, dude. Six damage. One of them, as you're defending one, you're getting cocky. They stab you right in the side and they go, <laughs> um, And uh, that's my turn. Up the, next the is uh, Caliban. Do the other two get to? That they're after Jin oh. or Juniper. Caliban will, sensing more and more coming from this uh, same tunnel, he'll move up, get into position slightly next to Juniper, and getting eyesight, and then will use his fourth level spell slot, one of them, to cast Wall of Fire. Um, and he will put... Good God, man. Put this... Yeah, he's going unhinged right now. He's kind of losing it a bit. Um, some fire magic. Red mage. And he will cast it directly in front of Rostos in this line on the map, DM, um, so that anything on this side, aka farther away from us, 
So if there are more waves, they'll have to rush through this tunnel to get, to, or this wall of fire to get to us. Um, it's 60 feet long, 10 feet in diameter, one foot thick. And uh, when it appears, each creature within the range must make a dex save or take damage. And then on the one side of the wall, um, fire, uh, fire damage to creatures that end their turn there and, and or are inside the wall. Yep. Just keep track of that for me, please. I will. I'm s- yeah, I'm sorry for... Th- oh, no, that, no, oh, no. Oh, you placed it perfectly. Thank you. Yeah. But the ones on the side, a.k.a. two of the enemies and Rostos, that side takes no damage whatsoever. Okay, oh, no. so, but the side that's on that, with the two gnolls, they take damage immediately? Uh, yes. They, they, well, deck saves. A, dex, 16 deck save. D- uh, 16 deck save? Yeah. You got it, bub. Uh, nice. Uh, More fat rolls for damage. Placement of that. Give me one second, I'm sorry. So the there he's splitting the the, the four knolls left in twain. And um, they are rolling deck saves. I got a nine and a seventeen. Uh, one saves, one doesn't. It's twenty-eight fire damage. Okay, describe your kill on that guy. Um you will come no closer. And uh, wall of fire erupts basically their entrance is now just all they see is flames. Okay. Uh, one is going to run uh, backwards, going, and he's a little bit on fire. He took half damage, correct? Correct, 14, yep. and yep, I'm yep. concentrating. He doesn't look so good. He's going to retreat just like the ones you've seen before. He's burnt off. He's naked. He's kind of charred a little bit. He's, 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 he's screaming Yanagu, right? Um, we've got one more null attack right now. Oh, I'm sorry. It's actually Juniper's turn. Juniper, go ahead. Oh, it's me turn. Uh, me little... Okay, you're not. Mean All right, will. no, come on. I will run next <laughs> to uh, the flank, flank the knoll that's attacking Rastos on this nice side of the firewall, and I will attack this one because I want to flank him. Okay, go ahead. Let's go, team. Thought that was not good. Good thing I'm flanking. Uh, that is a 17 to hit. Yeah, you hit him. Cool, I have an ally with Describe him. your kill. Yes, he I'm, is already taking damage, so t- describe your kill. I uh, rip my psychic blade through the part of his spine right in the neck and uh, paralyze him and cause him to cough up blood and his fault. Yeah, down as there. he's oh. coughing up blood, do you know what he says? <laughs> he says, uh, he have says, a nice uh, trip. he says, oh, mother, I regret all my decisions so dearly. No, he says, Yanago! You're right. Uh, he's dead. You kill him. Can I use my foot to slam his face against the ground? Oh of course. Go God. ahead. Hell yeah. Use my foot to slam against bonus action. Uh, wait, no. Rastos is in the way. Never mind. Pass turn. Um, the one that is to the south is going to run. See what's happening. He's going to cower a little bit. And he's going to run up this hill. And he's going to take out a horn. Like a little horn that's made of a horn. He's oh, going to go... No. Didn't see that entrance. And then you hear in the distance what... I don't know. I would call it... It sounds similar to like a 100-pound flail like hitting the ground. Just... And you hear it just dragging. And you just hear a... And you kind of hear a (laughs) that's louder than anything other snort that you've heard before. And slowly and surely you see 
through the flames. The flame wall are there, but you can still just see and feel his presence beyond the flames. The demon beast himself, Yinagu. He is a giant gnoll-like creature with rows of teeth, tattered vestments, spiked pauldrons, more beast than man, really, absolutely, carrying and dragging a flail that seems impossibly unwieldy. It is a flail with giant bald spikes at the end of it, at least 10, if not a dozen of them. He has skulls across his entire chest, and it seems that he even has to squat down to get into the chamber that you all are in. He seems to be at least 20 feet tall. You can see him almost above that wall of fire, correct, Caliban? Yeah, it's 10 feet, or 20 feet high. Oh, it's 20 feet? Yep. Then you see his head just barely kind of cresting above it. Spooky. And as he enters the fray, and the one to the south is blowing on the horn, as you hear more and more and more run down. (laughs) And so, as you all see beyond this fiery wall, you can't help but notice this beast, this, um, I don't know, you might think of him, some might call him the ruler of ruin. And uh, you can't help but sort of be intimidated by his imposing um, stance, and I'm going to need you all to make a madness saving throw. TJ, I'm doing a shot before I roll. Do you want one? Yeah, so you all are going to make a charisma. Which dice, which dice, which dice, which dice? dice. Minus one. TJ, it's the Amsterdam dice I'm using. That's the most lucky die. What kind of save? Charisma. That's probably a fail. 17. 18 on a Kratzy dice. 12. Because of the fire visage, the DC is 12. Oh! Yeah. You can't quite see him, but it was 12. Yeah, that was my, that was exactly the save. Uh, you, Kratz, uh, sorry, Caliban, you feel yourself slipping into something you've read about before, and since you've read about it, and since it's not a clear vision of it, and you feel it, and you see it, and you know it's there, luckily your vision is obfuscated from this, or not completely obfuscated, but, you know, blocked from this firewall that you have in front of him. And as you say this, he is walking through the firewall. Um, you can roll whatever damage you want. Nice fat damage. It's res- He's resistant to it all. It doesn't matter. That's you fine. can stop rolling. It doesn't do anything. Uh, resistant or immune? Resistance is halved. Uh, sorry, immune. It doesn't oh, okay. do anything okay. to it. Fire, him. that makes sense. He steps right through it. Um, in fact, he parts it. it and allow starts to allow them the other gnolls to start to hop through them. I rolled really well, DM. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't do shit to them. Um, what do you all do? Um, Run. I've, if do you want us to go in order? Because I think we're all running. No, I think yeah. we're out of uh, initiative until we get to it again. Okay. okay so I, we watch him part the wall fire and do the gnolls follow him unscathed by. No, though he's just parting it, um, and they're behind him. They're getting ready to seemingly run up on him and jump over. Then I would maintain concentration and flee. I assume my cohorts would be immediately behind me. 
Yes, I, I see him. I remember Demon Lord instantly. Rasus turns around and starts running. Yes, so I, then I use my dashing. I I turn around. Seeing Rasus switch gears, hat on his head. I also turn around and whip a fucking psychic dagger behind me and teleport forty feet. Yep. <laughs> and then immediately start using my full movement to run away. Yeah, okay. I and, I will, and I will, as needed, I will expend all of my psychic energy to keep whipping daggers and teleporting away. But yeah. I'm gonna say that Rostos, being the barbarian who can dash the fastest, he kind of beats you all out. Yeah. Uh, behind that is Jin, and then behind that is Caliban. Yeah, the only thing Caliban would do is if they're fleeing, there's one more uh, point in these tunnels that's very narrow. He would cast Wall of Fire again. If, if they had already passed through the first one, so they would have to pass through two walls. Yeah. Cool. Just slow them down. Kind of at that, yeah. Absolutely. You uh, you drop the first firewall then, and you cast another firewall in this more where the choke point is, correct? Exactly. Right. Correct. You cast another firewall right in this choke point that you all have retreated to, and they, have, they did pass through, and you hear Yunagu kind of stomping through, and he's just saying unholy things. Um, who here speaks abyssal? Is it uh, Caliban? Caliban. You hear him saying, <laughs> This is mine. The maze is mine. The machine is mine. Rostos, as you're running out, you leave in a hurry. Mm-hmm. You run into an object as you're escaping. Okay. It feels like a giant leg. You look up, you run into this mound of meat that feels like the, a very tall leg. Just like a little kid running into a... Uh-huh. uh-huh. What? And you look up, and it seems to be this giant horned beast. What the fuck? Holding a cleaver. And it has... Nowhere is safe here. We're it, doomed in these tunnels. It puts its hand on your shoulder. Oh. And it says, shh. Silence. And it's gonna cast uh dominate humanoid on you. Uh can you make a wisdom saving throw? Roll. Use real dice. Okay. I will use Rastos' dice. Minus one to the save. Sixteen. Fail. Gonna, yeah, not gonna. And he's gonna say to you, find the maze, my oh. son. Oh! <laughs> Take it back. Take the engine back. From our enemy. Okay, I turn around and nope. go back. Nope, nope, okay. nope. Stay right there. You're standing in front of Baphomet. Oh my god. Let me show you his art really quickly. Papa. Um, Hello, Daddy. Juniper, as you run up, you see that actually Baphomet is flanked by two other Minotaurs as well that are standing up on a higher level. They look a lot like Rostos, but just different enough to where they um, are obviously not Rostos, uh, and they have sort of different types of weapons. Obviously, they, they're they not using Flamenzunga, but you can tell just their biology looks very similar to Rostos, and they're fighting li- alongside Baphomet. Um, let me show you Baphomet's picture. He stands in front of you. He is a very bestial-looking creature holding a glaive. Uh, he has cloven hooves. He is part fur, part flesh, no armor, but he has sort of a mixture 
of both uh, bull horns and I would say like buck horns kind of coming from his head. Although when he speaks to you, Rostos, it is a very calming, intelligent voice. It sounds not un- like completely un- like you've never heard Demogorgon's voice. You have heard Yinagu's, and they've always been uncontrolled. This one's closer to Gratz, actually. If you're comparing the demonoid spec or uh, demon lord spectrum, it's very calm and calculated in the way he talks to you. Um, and he tells you to go find the maze, go find the engine, and take it back from our enemy. And Rostos, you are dominated by Baphomet. Okay. Fuck. And he points, Baphomet points to you two, you, Caliban, and you, Juniper, and he says, help your ally. Okay. Go now. And he points in a direction to all three of you all behind him. Kevin is sprinting towards him, hears the direction, and just turns around and sprints the other way. At this Sprinkle point... back towards the fire block? No, you're going beyond, beyond Baphomet. He's pointing behind himself, so you're, he's telling you to go behind him. Okay. To go find the maze engine. At this point, um... Yinagu is getting through the second firewall, and you can see that Baphomet is beginning to uh, lurch closer with his two Minotaur allies. And Juniper, do you run past him as well? He has not cast anything on me. He has not done anything. He's ignored you. He told you to join your ally. Yeah, all right. You just uh, do what you want to do. I'll take Rastos. Just don't touch his head. He's been weird about that. Bye. He looks at you directly in your eyes for your insolence. Can you make a mad saving mad Hell saving yeah, throw? I can do that. Make a wisdom one. We go. That is a 20. You save. You can tell that he wasn't really too happy about you sort of making a joke of him fighting his mortal enemy. It wasn't a joke. Caliban? I will uh, respect my uh, place on the food chain and run past silently in obedience. Okay. You walk past, you, you run past the two minotaurs that are about Rostos' size, about seven feet tall. Rostos, you are compelled to find the maze engine and take it back in the name of Baphomet. Right as you all are leaving, if you look back, you see right where that flame wall is happening, two demon lords lunge into each other. Sick, that's so fucking sick. A flail meets a shoulder, a cleaver, a glaive, meets a fucking thigh, and minotaurs and gnolls lash out at each other. The minotaurs can take on five gnolls at a time, but they keep on coming. The minotaurs are there holding their own for sure. Uh, the firewall, they're just ignoring it and letting their underlings being burnt up by it because it does basically no damage. They are relentlessly going into each other. Uh, Yinagu bites uh, Baphomet in the side. Baphomet puts down his horns and s- tries to gore Yinagu. They are having an epic battle. The cavern begins to shake and collapse Sick. from all the fucking strength and energy and ferocity of blows happening. Rostos, you're compelled calmly to go back and find the maze machine. Okay. You two are sane and not under any control. What do you do? I'm getting the fuck out of there while the getting is good. Following the exit path. 
So I've been currently, uh, since Rastos is faster than us, I would uh, probably be following him for now unless he makes a wrong turn somewhere. I don't know where it is. He's been I guess I'm just making my way. Twisting and turning, or am I getting us lost then? You have uh, Labyrinthian Sense, correct? If I've never been to this place. It leads you back to that three-forked road that you found earlier, mm-hmm. right? Where you found one that went down, one that was kind of more middle, and one that went up. And as you're heading back, you against you again once he, once again here. As you're running away from this battle, that you hear fire burst, you hear you hear minotaurs raging into each other. But then from a distance, you hear the as you head to the three fork road. It's Anton! Subscribe to our Patreon. All your support helps. Buy sick merch at wearatstudios.com. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, look at our Facebook and Twitch. Subscribe to our YouTube to see what we do behind the scenes. We're at Studios and Stress Super Cool. Yeah! Uh, I think I run by them since I'm dominated. Yep, you run right by them. I mean, your goal is this. You still have an agency, but that is your only goal right now. But you are walking by the Modrons once again, those three Modrons who are just wandering around. They're making this noise. Mm-hmm. <coughs> run to the, the three ways, I guess, that I know where the... Do you run past the Modrons? The Modrons? Yeah, I think because of the insane demon lord shit. He's got to just go. Yep. All right, so Rostos just runs right past them. Do you, Are you all trying to keep up? I mean, do we, while we're fleeing, is do we hear in the in the background sounds of battle? Oh, yeah. Are they fading as we leave, or yeah. is the battle moving with nope. us? Nope, it's staying right there. So it there's a, like a stalemate steel. between yep. two massive forces. Yes. So we may be creating distance and a semi-pocket of Absolutely. Of, so of you moment. can have a conversation. Okay. You all are fleeing, but you're safe, and your your ally, Rostos, is running in an Rostos! Rostos! Vengeance, I must find. Back here, now! Quickly! No. Where? Where? I don't know. All right, let's talk. No to the engine. You don't know where the engine is? We can't go there if you don't know. I must find it. It's one of these tunnels. It is my call. Yes, Let us can, go. We can find it together, Rastos. You just need to slow down. You're a little bit too fast for us. I must find it now. Yes, you can slow down by like five or ten feet around of running around stuff. Juniper, can these Modrons help us? I don't know. Look at them. Look at how cute they are. Do you think they can help us? They don't know where they are. To the maze, ma- machine, we must find it. Wait, I remember when we talked to them before, they had no idea. Hey, Modrons! Rastos, stop for a second. No. God damn it. Modrons, you told us you... Modrons! You told us you don't know where the maze engine is. Do you know how we can find it? Do you know the first step? Do you know anything that could lead us there? If we knew where it is, we would not be here. 
Well, there's two demon lords fighting behind you, so be careful. You may be destroyed momentarily. They all look at each other and then just turn around and start walking in the same direction that Rostos run down. They go... Okay, Rostos, let's slow down for a moment. Stop sprinting, maybe catch our breath, and then follow behind them a little bit slower. So what is wrong with you? Until we get to the three-pronged. You saw your father and then you freaked the fuck out. That's not my father. That's what people have been meaning when they say your creator, son of Baphomet. I say that and then regret it instantly. <laughs> you probably shouldn't have said it. It's kind of rude. <laughs> Rostos, are you okay? To the machine, the maze. Right, we will find it together, Rostos. We are here for you, and not for your hat, for you. I need to steal, I need to find the maze. We must go. You also want to protect your hat, too. And But I must wear my hat at the same time. Let us go. Look, we got these little guys. They're coming to help you protect the hat. They are unimportant. We must find the machine. And we haven't passed the three-pronged intersection yet. You're getting close to okay, it. Okay, that's where we'll reconvene again, see what the Modrons do then, see what we're going to do. Okay. Uh, you all go up to that three-pronged fork in the road. Um, previously, you took the right fork. That smelled a lot like blood. Um... If I remember correctly, the left fork smelled like uh, nothing. Wood. Wood? Wood yeah. burning, right? And the uh, middle one wood. was like musty and, and nothing. The, the middle one was musty as well. Um, you all are, are you hanging out there for a second? Um, do the Mojons do anything when they get there? Or do they keep going? Well, they're slower than you all. They're oh. slow as fuck. They're marching. Oh, they're they're like slow. a foot. They're like a foot and a foot and a half tall, man. And they're marching That's all insane. in time. So if you want to wait for them, you can, but you're going to be waiting there. And Rostos is not looking like he's waiting. Why that are we stalled for these tiny creatures? Where do you want to go? How do you propose that we find the, the engine, Rostos? We run down the tunnels. That leads us back to the filth riddens. Then we take one of these other ones we did uh, not take here. Rostos knows which ones will bring you to the filth riddens because he has that labyrinthian sense, right? So he knows which ones you've been down. He can't obviously tell which ones you haven't been down. Why don't we go up? We went down before and it led us there. If we go up, potentially, it us. way before this. No, that's where we're at right now. No, there's, we were at the three. That's where we're at two. right now. The three. You're back at the three. Yeah, we passed the two where we went up and down. Yeah. But the three, there's an up, a, a there was a left. And a down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Left goes up where we went, went down. Sure. Oh, we go straight. The left smells like wood, like it was burning in the past. The middle smells like nothing but must. To the must, then. Lead the Let way. Let us go. Just, can you. Rostos, can you slow down just a little bit so we can keep up with you? We're not as athletic. Just a touch. Fine. You, you can't control yourself, Rostos. This is just your nope, soul. Nope, I run. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, you run down the musty tunnel um, a ways down, and uh, do you all follow him? Trying to keep up? You don't have to. This is the way we all can. How about both of you all make an athletics <laughs> check and see if you can keep up with Rostos? <laughs> Rostos. Uh, nat four. Wow. 
Also a net four. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, I also, you all, I also, I'm only like five feet slower than him. You all, you all lose him, though, um, as he is, he's really cooking it, though. Um, pushing it. I mean, like, if I made Al- if I made Rostos make a athletics check, he's gonna smoke you. Oh so. no, shit. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna crush it. So Rostos, you are cooking it ahead, and eventually you run up to this. You see in the distance this sort of glowing light that's not like a flame, but more like a soft glow of magma, right? And it's off in the distance. And I, I don't want to say anything for you. What do you do? It's way off in a cave. Running towards it, hoping it's the machine. You run towards it. You see a glint of bronze, and then you see the glint just sort of swiftly move around. Like something is like changing. Like a fairy? Oh. Quickly, right? It's just like off in the distance. Something is just moving, but it, it's not moving in a normal sort of action. Just something is off in the distance. Do you continue moving towards it? Yep. Okay. Rostos, mm-hmm. you find yourself outside of something that looks like this. Oh no. You find yourself <laughs> in this giant cavern with many, many, many gated doors that are completely sealed shut. You are standing on a rock in the southwestern corner of this room, right? There okay. are rocks, and then to the right of you, immediately, there's magma. Okay. In the middle of this room, the most dominating thing is this contraption unlike anything else you've ever seen in your entire life. You see these two, uh, I should say, circular brass objects flying around like this central... Hold on, hold on. This central orb. This central orb has many different colors to it. It has pink, it has green, it has black, and then surrounding it is purple and white. Surrounding that is blue, red, yellow, every color imaginable. Outside of that central circle, there are all of these stones rotating around it with sigils on it that you cannot understand or comprehend that you've probably never seen before, no offense, Rostos. No. You can see that there is a platform to stand near to that central colored orb, right? And then you also see that every once in a while there is a lightning bolt shooting out from these giant sort of arcing circular um, spherical uh, brass... um, Sheaths almost going around this uh, this contraption, right? Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, it also stops for just a second and goes, and then it continues on. It seems to be not smooth in its operation, um, but that's what you see. Sorry, any questions that you have? Did I complete my goal? If it's just find the maze engine or the engine? You don't know. Okay. What he said was take the maze engine back from Yinagu, right? Okay. <laughs> Try to take it back from Yinagu. He has no idea how to do that. Uh, Are you walking up closer? Sure. Oh. Are you running up closer? I'll run up closer. 
Okay, so as you start to run up closer, right before you appears... One second. Okay, in front of you, Rostos in particular, uh, Juniper and Caliban, you would eventually catch up and see this. In front of you, there is a uh, large pig-like kind of looking being that has multiple tusks coming from its face. It is about 12 feet tall. It has weird boobs. It is kind of hairy and has a fleshy outline, claws on its hand, and two tinier angelic wings that are black. It also has a black mohawk and a bat-like nose and two eyes looking uh, in front of you. This is El a Nalfeshni to those of you who have seen them before. And it is standing right in front of you, um, Rostos, and it is eating what looks to be like a man or what once was a man. He's just eating the bottom half of a man and munching on it, standing in front of the path that would lead to the center where that orb is and everything else is flying around it. Uh, is it looking at me? It's just chilling, eating man. This is property of Baphomet. Ooh. Nope. Ooh, Property of Yinagu. Uh, I look at him. Uh, I think you hurt yourself with this part right here. Do I hear anything in my mind from Baphomet? While this is happening? No. Uh, okay. Uh, so I'm, I'm at my own free will right now. As, I, as I'm looking at him. Uh, <sighs> It is no longer Yinagus. They are gone. Mm. Mm, okay. All right, then leave. Mm. Nope. Staying right here. He's going to eat keeping that human looking at you. He's pretty tall, pretty intimidating. Juniper and Caliban catching up any yep. at you this all point. Arrive. Rastos, what are you? Oh, shit. The fuck is that thing, Rastos? It is holding the machine for Inagu. Oh. We must claim it for Baphomet. How do you know this is the machine? Caliban smiles brightly and yeah. crazily. Caliban. Oh, this is this is the machine. Caliban, roll a menace saving throw. Yes, we are here. Yes. This is like. There's a big sign that says the machine, too, on it. There's not. Um, it's a billboard. <laughs> Caliban, there's uh, no way that you would have ever expected to see something like this. Um, don't even roll an arcana check. It's flying off the fucking charts. Um. Yeah, go ahead. What save is it? Uh, it's going to be an intelligence saving throw. Dirty 20. That's the save. Yes! Of course it's the maze engine. Have you all ever felt something where, I don't know if you're so excited about it, you almost feel a little bit overwhelmed, like, 
Christmas morning. Yep. I mean, yeah, when you're a kid, like Christmas morning, but like beyond that, like... I don't know, man. It's been like 13 years since I felt like that. It's kind of depressing. But you know what I mean? Like, I think it's 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 fair to go back to that younger state. Is like Caliban seeing something he never expected to see, something that he's never even really heard about. I don't know. Caliban, have you heard about the maze engine? From Graven Hollow. Only in Graven Hollow. From that, my... Peaked curiosity kept growing and growing, and like you said, never in a million. But when you were in Fandolin, no way you heard about it, right? No, the closest thing that I yearned for was a cave nearby with some untold secrets. Nothing this level. Yeah, and it's shooting off fire, uh, uh, thunder sparks in every different direction, just and 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 unleashing all these different sort of like um, auras from above it. And this Nelfeshni kind of blocks your all's path to it, eating this human. <laughs> He's getting down to the last leg. You, you, what are you doing here? Saving this for Yinagu. Fuck you, I'll cast slow on him. Okay, go ahead. And he has to make a saving throw. Portent. All right, I imagine he's going to fail it. He rolls a two. All right. Um, he fails it. Rostos. This is an enemy of ours, an enemy of your creator. He wants your hat, everything you can think of, rage, and destroy him. I hear that I go into a rage. Cool. Um, go ahead and go into a rage and attack him. Yes, I will attack him. Uh, 20 and 20. Yep, both are gonna hit. Uh, with the, is it with the advantage if they're slowed? Uh, minus two AC. Oh, okay. Yeah, then you definitely fucking hit him. Thank you. Seventeen plus four, twenty-one plus an extra two plus raging, so twenty-four plus fifteen. Forty damage. And then another 13 damage. Fuck 53 yeah. damage? Mm-hmm. But right. four is flaming, in case that matters, and then 13 of it is flaming, cool. if that matters. Juniper, kill this thing! Go ahead, Juniper. Got it, boss. Uh, I will uh, run up this. Rastos is engaged, right? Oh, right up there. Okay, I will slide. It looks like the path is slightly narrow. As Rostos is slashing into him, he's still kind of munching on the legs, and then his eyes are getting big as Rostos is laying into his belly with the Flamenzunga attacking him twice, and he's starting to hold up his right hand a little bit. Go ahead and attack, Juniper. Yes. I'll uh, slide by Rostos to this to an open side. Oh. That one is a 19 psychic dagger. Go ahead and uh, do damage. Oh, thank God. It's okay. That's a, uh, uh, excuse me for one second. One, two, three, four, five. Twelve, sixteen. Uh, 18, uh, 18 plus five. 23 psychic damage. Cool. All right. Uh, Calvin, you took your turn, right? Yes. He's going to hold up his right hand, and he's going to finish the human he's eating, and he's going to hold up his left hand and say, Whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't know you were that serious. Well, be seeing you. 
No. No. No, 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 no. And he's going to turn around and put up his wings and start to fly away. But as he says, well, be seeing you all, or well, be seeing you, you need to make a madness saving throw. No. What's the... Wisdom. What does his butt look like, too? Nice. It's a good question. I mean, this thing looks nasty. Give give it the D100. Crit 20 20 for Kratz, plus two, I think, for wisdom saving throw. Fail. Actually, I should double check. Tell me the tell me the number. Yeah, I okay. have to check my save. I mean, an eight. Twenty-one. Seventeen. Okay, uh, the check was ten. Uh, TJ, roll a uh, D one hundred. Okay. Seventy. Roll a D ten. Eight. Man, he's teaching him a rough session. He's going to want to come down so, here, So here, here, here's, here's what happens. Here's what happens. Um, I'm glad you asked about his butt. I'm really glad you asked about that. Because as um, this uh, Nalfeshni begins to fly away across the lava, it's like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not going to defend this place. These people are serious, right? However, Rostos, you see his butt, and you can't help but think. Rostos, juicy butt. Rostos, you see the butt. So nice. And you think to yourself, I'm the smartest, wisest, best person alive. (laughs) No. I'm stronger than anyone. And I'm better than anyone. And that's an indefinite madness. No. I don't want to play anymore. So I have uh, several indefinite madnesses this session. No, you had a <laughs> short term, you had a long term, and now you have an indefinite. That's how it happens. Well, when you want to, you know, go down risky paths, that's what happens. So you made this decision. I did not want to go down this path and get three things added to my list. You didn't get it added to your list. The only one that sticks there is the indefinite. Everything else will go away in time. Long time. All right, I got it. I'm the smartest, wisest, best person alive. I'm stronger oh, and better than everyone. No. I look at that butt flying away. My eyes widen with their red sort of look. Nod. Flex my muscles. I know I can do anything. Cool. If he's it just lean, left. it's okay, but otherwise he gets he can save again against slow, unless he's just bailing. Oh no, he's bailing. Cool. He leaves way when he said, Well be seeing you. Calvin will walk up mindlessly towards the maid's engine, his You hands see a bunch out. of uh red, devilish, impish looking things with long what are they called? Probuscus? Probusci? Yes. Yeah. Longer, longer sort of snout-looking things. Um, they are magma methods, kind of flying around it, just flying around, um, just being shitty around it. But they're tiny up above. Are they way up above? About about probably forty feet above you. Are they control? Are they uh, immersed in flames? Yes, of course. I will use my cantrip uh, control flames to extinguish flames in a five-foot uh, cube. Just seeing them and. <laughs> Kind of tired of them and try to extinguish the flames. Uh, they're spread them. out, but you do it to one and it disappears. They go, hey! and they explode a little bit. Just almost without being able to be bothered, continues towards the maze engine with his hands out. 
We Gr- claim it for Baphomet. And uh, I, I don't want this to be so broad, but is this is a very strange contraption. Even on the map, I've never quite seen anything like it. Um, You're telling me, bud. Well, that's I, I don't want to ask for an arcana check, but I, I, I want to investigate it for oh, magical dude, energy. Oh, dude, no. Um, what are, you, are you kidding me? Look at that map. Like, you're, it's, a, it's a floating... It's floating above magma with, like, spheres all around it rotating with a magic coloring orb and... Yeah, so, dude, yes. Uh, yeah, I guess what I'll say is... Roll I, it, baby. I think, I think we could wait for the Moldrons to see if they know anything about this, but in the meantime, I can take a look. That's mine. Uh, 14 total. Um, okay. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> oh, sick. This is the most magical thing you've ever come into counter with. With a 14, you have no idea what you're dealing with. This is way beyond your comprehension, and you fucking know it. Caliban... This might be the first time that you're truly in over your head. And I don't want to speak for you, but I just want to put this out there. There are moments when I think we can all feel this, where you feel like, you know what, I can handle this, this is fine. And there's moments where you make it till you fake it. Caliban, you realize this is beyond that moment where you can make it till you fake it, or fake it till you make it, right? This is something else. Um... But it does seem like something that used to create order. Caliban will instantly back up and put his hands on the chest of the shoulders of uh, Juniper and Rastos. Listen. As you do that, it begins to whir a lot more. Just you stepping close to it and giving it presence, it begins to whir a lot more and spinning around. Is it like spinning just within itself and we can't like walk onto it? You can. You can walk onto it. Imagine those two large metallic things like 20 feet long uh, bronze sort of like bent pieces of metal rotating around it almost like those uh, spherical things that just sort of like rotate. A gyroscope. A gyroscope. Thank you. Game of Thrones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So you can walk on there, but you're going to be in the middle of it, right? Mm-hmm. My hands will be on the shoulders. Oh, you were narrating something, sorry. No, you're all good. You try to walk towards them, and it begins to whir even more and more, more so. And it seems to be picking up steam and whirring at a more alarming rate. More and more methods are beginning to appear. So am I separated from the two of them? As of now, but they can easily join you, or you can easily join them. I will attempt to join them. Okay and back away from the center of this engine. All right. We, it's just a spinning engine, and you all are standing outside of it. I say, we, listen, we have to wait for the Modrons. No, we mu- you must claim it for what Baphomet. These, I keep are, casting control flames on methods around us what are all these every little, six seconds. Oh, these little methods, that's what they're called. As uh, Every once in a while, a method slowly flies over to you, and he goes, and you just, ex- <laughs> just explode him immediately. But they don't look like they're on fire for some reason. We are somewhere above what we bargained for when Rostos told us this plan. Oh, I know those symbols. You do? Oh, there's two. There's, that one is earth and that one is uh, air. 
but the, the rest of them, no. I don't know what the fuck they mean. Juniper, roll a nature or history check, whatever you like better. Portent! 19. 25. You know that this <laughs> is a machine that can control the very nature of everything. The very nature meaning like this can control literally everything. Let's right? become purple worms. You know that if you were to step into it, it looks like it's not really working all that well. But you could do a lot, a lot, a lot with this thing. If you were to put your hands on that circular, circular orb, you get that sense from the natural sense of the earth. Juniper. While I'm looking in front of it with my dominated person, does Baphomet talk to me? You have as I look you at have it? caused the Nalfeshi Feshni to leave. Uh-huh. You are no longer dominated. Okay. You have got it in favor of Baphomet because you are, guess what, a son of Baphomet. Okay. So to set the scene, the Nalfeshni has has left. It's flying away. There is a giant pool of magma all around you all. On the walls, there are completely barred, locked, giant doors that seem to be completely sealed. More importantly, standing in front of you is something that you could deem as the maze engine. It is a very, very large, I would guess like 50 feet across by 50 feet across engine with swirling metal around you with all these alchemical symbols that uh, Juniper recognized as earth and air and things like that, spinning around. In the middle, there is this orb that has many different colors emanating from it that is kind of begging to be touched in order to control this machine. Um, the Nalfeshni is left, and the magma methods, every time they come up, Caliban, you're casting resist fire, is that what it is? Uh, control flame. Control flame, and, and you're causing five them foot to cube, yeah. just fucking go out immediately. They keep on coming up from the magma, and you keep on putting them out, uh, continuously, so the ball is in y'all's court. The, it looks like there is no end to this nonsense. Uh, Rastos, are you okay now? Yes. I'm not ready to just run off again? No, uh, this machine looks very uh, smart. I feel like uh, I could handle it. Do you think you understand how it works? Yes. It's just spinning. Uh, I've spun before. Let me handle this. How about, how about you tell me how it works and then I will test it out for you so you don't uh, you know, have to... You're so smart you shouldn't have to deal with the consequences of a machine failing. Mm. Uh, you just hit the symbols that look the nicest. Right. I think we should just all go touch the middle symbol together. The middle? Yes, we will all touch it together, and then, uh, you know, you just let uh, let me do the first experiment for you. Caban's literally itching his neck. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Who's touching it first? I will. All right, Juniper, roll a d100. Twenty-three. <laughs> okay, it's a good number. Yes, twenty-three. Sorry. All right, as you walk up and you touch that metal orb, you put your hand closer to it, and you can see electricity sort of emanating from the orb to your hand. It doesn't hurt, and as you put it closer, 
the uh, entire machine starts to whir and the giant metal arcs start to spin around a lot faster and all the symbols start to spin in the horizontal direction faster. And you hear a large and it starts to crackle with lightning. And then all of you all notice that it starts to spark out like fucking crazy. And all of you all have to make a DC 18 dexterity saving throw. Is anyone wearing metal? Yes. You're wearing metal? No. I am. Or I'm wearing half plate, isn't that one some of it's metal, isn't it? Uh I don't think that's like primarily metal though. I think you're okay. Ooh, thank god I have advantage. Crit 20, 23. Nice. 29. Nice. Dirty 20. Nice! Very, very, very good. Awesome. So uh as it cracks cracks around, you all kind of see it coming, and because you all are A, nimble enough, and B, not wearing anything primarily metal. The lightning bolts across, like, kind of go in different directions across the machine that you're standing upon. And that's all that happens when Juniper touches it. Told you to get in here at the same time, you idiots. I don't remember you saying that, but here we come. Probably didn't. Uh, probably thought that to Galavan will touch. It's starting to whir a lot more now and kind of, like, lift up a little bit. Like, you feel it kind of lifting up a little bit Caliban and sagging down. touch Juniper's arm, touch her shoulder, see if she's, see if anything's changed in the last six seconds. She seems the same from touching her shoulder. Just stare into his eyes. Get to Rostos. Rostos. Don't touch. worry. The smartest man is coming. <laughs> touch it, Rostos. You want me to touch it? At the yes. same time as Caliban, touch it together. Count down and just do it. Three. I'm pretty strong. I two. Can do it myself if you need. One. Oh. Both you all roll a uh, dexterity, like an initiative, and we'll see who hits it first. Three. Natural three. 17. Rostos hits it first. Rostos, roll a d100. <laughs> I want uh Come out. <laughs> yeah, I want uh, my underdark dice with the, yeah. <laughs> Oh. Fifth, oh, wait. That's yeah, those are 2d10s. You gotta reroll all of them. Alright, we're You gotta reroll both of them. There it is. 87. Nice. The machine kind of slows down for a moment. And it emits a flash of violet white light. Just boom. And it's like a horizontal sort of shockwave that Rostos, you can see, goes out in all directions. Juniper. <laughs> yes, you can look? see. Hold on, hold on. Juniper, you are watching. The, you turn to the left, and you see the Nalfeshni flying away. You see that shockwave hit it? Dissipate that motherfucker. Holy fuck. You all are fine. And as you look around, the Mephits above you, they're fine, but it goes out for a ways. And then deep in the caverns, you hear What did you do? And then you hear another yell, Rastos, in your head. You hear My son, you And the machine continues to work. What did you do? I think I killed 
Baphomet. Oh no, it looks like it's <laughs> it's point two seconds before your hand hits the thing, Caliban. What did you oh, do, Caliban? Grab yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Caliban, roll a d100. Twelve. Twelve. No! Don't clap, DM, you fuck! Stop, stop. Favorite is gone. Stop. <laughs> this is what he was hoping for. No, it's just insane. It's just insane. No, I just can't believe this happened. That's fine. We're fine. Rostos. Caliban. <laughs> Juniper. Oh, no. Ella. As Caliban is saying, what did you do? And Rasto says, I think I killed Baphomet. <laughs> he slaps the orb. That time's the job. You all find yourselves in a Velkenvelv jail. No, fuck you. Fuck you. And you're looking at you three are standing there in the corner, and you're looking at a drow who's in chains, another drow who is itching in his head in chains. You're looking at a minotaur in chains, a wood elf in chains. You're looking at a guanti uh, in chains. You're looking at a dwarf woman in chains. Looking at another drow in chains who is itching his head curiously. You're looking at um, a tiny little mushroom stool who's standing in the corner. You're looking at a quagoth in chains. You're looking at an Fuck. orc in chains. You're in a jail cell. And you're looking at um, a Swerfneblin in chains. <laughs> and you're looking at a Kuatoa. In chains, and you're back in Velkenvelv. Exactly just as you all remembered, except Caliban is there as well. Caliban will turn to Juniper and say, I've never seen anything like this before. Maybe you, you should all, take the keys from the guard. <laughs> you all are not in chains. Oh my god. Okay. This is bogus, man. Right. <laughs> so you're in Velkenvelv, and you, you, you're. Some of you have memories of this. Uh, two of you, Rastos and Juniper. Look, Caliban, you don't. Kratzmeyer, you do. Time is frozen, though. Nobody's moving. Oh. Slowly, in front of you, a white light begins to appear. And there is a woman standing in front of you, slowly from this white light, who has a cloak over her head. She's wearing purple and yellow and she has a cloak over her head and she has long black hair coming down and she has her eyes closed and she just says to you you do not belong here do you we were here we did belong here where where is here not where but when yeah, no shit. Let's us. Can you take us back, Joel? Real quickly, what color is her face? Skin. Yeah, yeah. Very, very pale. Okay. And she's gonna say, 
things are out of sort. Whatever happened wasn't meant to. And yet, you did what you did. Oops. It's fine. Do not apologize. The one time I have to agree with somebody, oops. It's fine. Do not apologize. We didn't. Oops. Hey, knock it out. She looks strong. Can we just stay here and help our friends out? Those are us, you idiot. Us? Can we help us out? No. Please stop talking. Okay. You can stay here and help your friends with. What I'll offer you is this. You can return to one moment in your past for 10 minutes with whomever you want. But that is it. Consider the ramifications of what might happen. I will not tell you my name. I will not tell you who I am. And I will put you in an area where you may think. And then when she says think, you all are in a completely white space. Completely white. And it's just you three. Caliban, Rastos, Juniper. And you have this on your mind. And she just says, think and decide. One moment in the past that you want to change. Ah!